Well, this morning we are beginning a new series of messages, and we're kind of uh, piggybacking with the uh, Children's Church. The Children's Church, uh, each Sunday, will be focusing on the Ten Commandments, and uh, so we, as adults, will be kind of joining them on that journey in the next uh, number of weeks throughout the summer here. Uh, so we begin a series on the Ten Commandments. Uh, my desire, though, is to kind of package the Ten Commandments in a different manner, uh, rather than using the traditional title of the Ten Commandments, uh, I would like to refer to God's instruction these uh, next number of weeks as the Ten Opportunities, all right, the Ten Opportunities. Now, one reason for not using the words commandments, and when I say that, I mean you will hear the word commandments, but uh, why I want to call them the Ten Opportunities is because we... As human beings, we, uh, we bristle, we stiffen when we hear about a command, okay? That's just how we are. When somebody says, okay, I command you to do this, we, uh, we bristle, okay? Nobody's going to tell me what to do. And I think that comes the same, comes true even with uh, the Ten Commandments. I think uh, God tells us, you know, I don't want you to do this. And whether we think it or not, at least in our actions, we can say, okay, no, not really. That's not for me. So we're going to call these the ten opportunities. So instead of viewing them as commands, let's view them as opportunities. And today's opportunity is number five, all right? It presents us with an opportunity to honor our father and mothers. And that is commandment number five, honor your father and mother. And uh, what you're going to find also, let me just bring some more information here. Each week as you receive a bulletin, you're going to find the uh, commandment number on the front of the bulletin. And if you'll just grab your bulletin real quick, let's just take a look at it because this is going to be your assignment from week to week. Um, today we are looking at uh, number five because this is Father's Day, all right? And so God does address the fathers. He does address the home. And so that's why we're jumping to number five. So we, we'll get back and we'll go with one, two, three. Well, those of you who like to think, is that linear? Uh, you know, things have sequence, things have order. Uh, we're not intentionally trying to mess you up on this Father's Day. Uh, we will get back to it and we will follow the order here. But uh, it is Father's Day, so we're jumping ahead and we're talking about honor your father and mother. So one of the assignments, at least with the children, and so you're being challenged with this assignment as well, the children, the kids during children's church will be memorizing these commandments. All right? So by the end of the summer, they'll know ten commandments. You'll be able to ask them, okay, can you tell me what commandment three is? And they'll be able to tell you. But you as parents and you as, a, as, the, as older children, you too should be able to tell the Ten Commandments. And we're going to help you, all right? So each week, what you will find is you're going to find a picture on the front of the bulletin, all right? The picture, be the bulletin becomes your flashcard. So what you need to do is keep your bulletins, uh, tear off that top cover if you want, and this is going to become your flashcard. So if you will look at your bulletin, you'll see number five there. And number five, you have a, a man and a woman there. You see, that's the mother and father. So what you want to do is memorize that picture. So look at picture number five. Okay, That's going to make an impression on your mind, and that's going to help you remember the 
commandment of honoring your father and mother. So what's going to pop into your mind as you think number five? You're going to say, okay, it's number five. Okay, the picture. Yes, there was a mother and a father on number five. Oh, mother and father. Honor your father and mother. Okay, are you with me on this? Is instructions clear? So each week you will be memorizing the Ten Commandments along with the children. So moms and dads, that'll be your challenge throughout the week to memorize that particular one. So here we are. We're on number five. And we're just, because it's Father's Day, we've jumped to number five of honor your father and mother. Uh, so here's the passages. There's two passages I want you to look at as we study the, this opportunity, opportunity number five. The first uh, passage is in the Old Testament. Of course, this is from the Ten Commandments. And we're in uh, chapter 20 of Exodus, Exodus chapter 20. It lists the uh, Ten Commandments. You can also find the Ten Commandments in the book of Deuteronomy. That's just a little FYI for you. But here in chapter 20 of Exodus, we're in verse 12, and here's what the commandment says. This is what God wrote on stone. You remember uh, the uh, Ten Commandment uh, movie? Uh, God wrote this with his finger on the stone. He says, and this is uh, number five, Honor your father and your mother so that you may live long in the land that the Lord your God is giving you. And of course, at that time, the Israelites were going into the promised land. And God says one of, the, one of the key ingredients in your health of, of longevity, especially in the promised land, is honoring your father and mother. Now we jump to the New Testament. And uh, in the New Testament, we're looking at Ephesians chapter 6. Ephesians chapter 6, and we're going to look at verses 1 through 3 here. And here's the fifth commandment repeated in the New Testament. So the fifth commandment, again, or the fifth opportunity is this, and I'm going to read Ephesians chapter 6, verses 1 through 3. Children, obey your parents in the Lord, for this is right. Honor your father and mother, which is the first commandment with a promise. And here's the promise, that it may go well with you, and that you may enjoy long life on the earth. Okay. So those are our passages this morning. Uh, from Exodus chapter 20 and Ephesians chapter 6. And again, we're looking at the Ten Commandments. The series is called The Ten Opportunities. Today we have opportunity number five, an opportunity to honor our father and mother. A pastor reported one time these words. He says, when my daughter washed her baby tooth, I was weary of the tooth fairy, and I decided it was time to dispel this childhood myth. Kelly, I said, you know how the Easter Bunny is really daddy, and Santa Claus is too? Yes, she replied, a bit warily. Well, there's one more person who is really me. Can you guess who that is? Slowly, Kelly's eyes grew big as saucers, and her mouth dropped open. In a small, awe-filled voice, she said, God? Well, that's quite an honor to be called God, right? You bet. Well, God has placed the Father in the family for a particular reason. Well, anyhow, from this commandment, opportunity number five, comes seven opportunities that I want to share with all of you this morning uh, regarding the family and fatherhood. So there are seven opportunities. Remember, we're calling them opportunities. 
as you follow and put into action this commandment, com commandment number five, you are afforded a number of opportunities. So let's look at the opportunities that come to you as you follow this particular commandment, commandment number five. Here's opportunity number one that comes your way. Notice how God has placed high value on the family unit. God has placed high value on the family unit. Of all the things that God could have said as a commandment, the family unit makes the top ten. Okay? So God places high value on the family unit. You see, the family is important because it provides love, support, and a framework for values to each of its members. Family members teach each other, serve one another, and share life's joys and sorrows. Families provide a setting for personal growth. Family is the single most important influence in a child's life. Family is the single most important influence in a child's life. No wonder God made this significant charge to the Israelites. And here's his charge. This is from Deuteronomy 6. God says, Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God, the Lord is one. Love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your strength. These commandments that I give you today are to be upon your hearts. Impress them on your children. Talk about them when you sit at home and when you walk along the road, when you lie down and when you get up. Tie them as symbols on your hands and bind them on your foreheads. Write them on the door frames of your houses and on your gates. Again, God has placed high value on the family. And here's your opportunity. We'll follow with an opportunity. Here's your opportunity. You can be a champion for the family. Okay? You can be a champion for the family. Joseph was a champion for the family this morning as we were praying. Okay? He brought it to our attention, and we knew this, but he brought it to our attention how media makes dad the butt of the joke. Okay? We have an opportunity to champion the family, to champion dad. Okay? That is our opportunity. Pressing on, here's opportunity number two. Opportunity number, opportunity number two presented from the commandment five is this, the practice of obedience, the practice of obedience. Ephesians instructs us with these words, and we're in chapter 6 now, verse 1. Children, obey your parents in the Lord, for this is right. Okay? Uh, this is significant, for it's in the home where respect is established. See, when submission and obedience is practiced within the home, children grow up to be respectful of authority. Let me say that again. When submission and obedience is practiced in the home, children grow up to be respectful of authority. Here's what the Old Testament said about respect and authority. Again, coming from Deuteronomy. If a man has a stubborn and rebellious son who does not obey his father and mother and will not listen to them when they discipline him, his father and mother shall take hold of him and bring him to the elders at the gate of his town. They shall say to the elders, 
This son of ours is stubborn and rebellious. He will not obey us. He is a profligate and a drunkard. Then, then all the men of his town shall stone him to death. You must purge the evil from among you. All Israel will hear of it and be afraid. Here's the opportunity for us. You have an opportunity to build a foundation for our society. Okay? As parents, as moms and dads with a family, you have an opportunity to build a foundation for our society simply by obeying commandment number five. Number three, accept imperfection. That is uh, the opportunity, in accept imperfection. Uh, this opportunity is based on Ephesians chapter six, verse four. And here's the verse, fathers, do not exasperate your children. Instead, bring them up in the training and instruction of the Lord. It's a passage we've all heard before, isn't it? Uh, this instruction is, is placed here in Scripture, be, in scripture because uh, we do exasperate our children. Okay, That's just what happens, Dad. It's true, isn't it? We do exasperate our children. Okay, We are imperfect. We are imperfect. Uh, and uh, we don't like that, but that's part of being a sinful dad. So we exasperate our children. Uh, to exasperate, what does that mean? Exasperate means to frustrate and anger our children. That's, so if we exasperate our children, uh, we have done something that they become frustrated and, and are, are mad. Okay, uh, and, and the reason this happens is because of uh, inconsistency in the home. And here's the inconsistency. Uh, here's what I mean by inconsistency inconsistency. I'm having a hard time speaking this morning, okay? Uh, the inconsistency is regarding the standard that's in our home. For example, here's what I mean. Uh, we as a parent may instruct our children to go and pick up your room, okay? It's a mess. Go pick up your room. There's, there's things all over the floor, so we instruct our kids, go pick things up. And so they go into their bedroom and they pick everything up. All right, so then, however, when we come in there as a parent, we come into their room, and we do an inspection. And we inspect the room, and what we end up doing is we end up lecturing our kids because, yeah, they picked everything up, but they didn't empty the wastebasket. The basket is full of trash. And so we're upset. But remember, the standard, here's why they're exasperated with mom and dad at that point. We told them to pick everything up off the floor. We never said anything about, you know, emptying the wastebasket. And kids are so quick. They pick that up, you know. And they're just like, ah, you told me to pick things up. Yeah, well, picking things up involves clean, dumping the trash. Well, you never said that. So you see how that all happens? It all happens. Well, here's our opportunity uh, that comes from uh, Commandment 5. Commandment 5 gives us an opportunity to acknowledge, you know, we are imperfect. Uh, we're going to mess up as parents, mess up as a dad. Uh, we need to accept that. That's just what's going to happen, okay? Uh, kids, our children are messed up because we're messed up, right? That's the way it is. Uh, but here's the opportunity. We have an opportunity 
to, uh, to improve in reliance on the power of God. Okay, there's our opportunity. Yes, we're going to mess up, all right? We're imperfect, but we do have that opportunity to try and get it right. And not in our own strength, okay, this is important, not in our own strength, but, you know, with the power of God, resting, relying on God. And uh, it's amazing what happens when we do that. So you have an opportunity. Yes, you are imperfect, but accept it, and in the power of God, seek to improve. Here's number four, another opportunity. Remember, we're talking about the seven opportunities. Uh, number four is this, accept and give forgiveness. That's what uh, commandment number five offers an opportunity for us to do, to accept and give forgiveness. There's no greater honor in giving that, there's no greater honor than in giving forgiveness, okay? And there's no greater honor than in receiving forgiveness. There's no greater honor than giving forgiveness, and there's no greater honor than receiving forgiveness. Why is that? Because forgiveness places value on the person. When you say you are forgiven, you are valuing that person. When you receive forgiveness, you're being valued and you're valuing the forgiver. And that's a wonderful thing to see happen in homes, isn't it? It is. Here's your opportunity. Forgive one another, thus bestowing honor on that person. That's your opportunity. Commandment 5 gives you the opportunity to forgive and to receive forgiveness. And in doing so, you honor one another. Number 5. There is honor in obedience. Honor in obedience. You see, obedience brings longevity. Let's uh, look at uh, a passage again. Uh, Deuteronomy 5. I'm in Deuteronomy here. Honor your father and mother as the Lord your God has commanded you, so that you may live long and that it may go well with you in the land that the Lord your God is giving you. And so that's in Deuteronomy 5, and we jump ahead into the New Testament. In Ephesians chapter 6, again, the whole idea of longevity is communicated to us in obedience. So, um, you know, everybody's looking for the fountain of youth, right? So they can live forever. Well, God says it's, it's an obedience. It begins with obeying mom and dad. That's where it begins. So, here's your opportunity. Again, commandment number five presents this opportunity. An opportunity to practice obedience and thus enrich your life. Do you see that? Enrich your life through obedience. Number six, here's another opportunity. Care for your aging parents. Commandment number five, in honoring thy father and thy mother, we are afforded the opportunity to care for our aging parents. Caring for our aged parents is, an, is honoring our aging parents. So when we do that, we honor them. Now, here, here's a Bible passage that we need to wrestle with, okay? This, this one I'm wrestling with. Um, here's what it says, 1 Timothy. If anyone does not provide for his relatives and especially for his immediate family, he has denied the faith and is worse than an unbeliever. Okay? So again, God has placed a lot of value on the family unit. And uh, 
and he wants us to care for our family members. And what that looks like, I think it looks different for everybody, okay? You know, we can't just say, okay, this is what you must do to show that you truly care and that you honor. This is what you must do. I can't say that. I don't think any of us can do that. But we have to, in good conscience, under God's authority, you know, care for our parents. And that's, that's great. Um, reflect with me just for a moment here. Uh, we're ta- it's, the, it's the day of the crucifixion, and Jesus is on the cross. And uh, Jesus' mother is at the foot of the cross. And not only that, so is, is it, I'm goofed up here, Peter, I believe, right? John? Okay, John. What does he say to his mom, and what does he say to John? Can you see that? John, here's your mother, okay? Mom, here's, here's your son. So he's valuing, he's honoring his mom by making sure someone's caring for her, caring for her. So that's pretty awesome, pretty awesome. Good. So here's your opportunity. Love and honor your aging parents by providing for them. I'm not sure what that all looks like. You'll have to decide that. But we honor our aging parents by providing for them. And it doesn't have to be extravagant. Uh, it can be very simple. In fact, we're going to give you a simple one in a few moments, okay? So hang in there with me. And so that brings us to number seven, opportunity number seven. Listen to your parents' faith stories. That's number seven. Listen to your pa- parents' faith stories. Uh, this particular thought comes from Deuteronomy once again, the Old Testament there. I'm in chapter six. Uh, let's revisit Deuteronomy chapter six. Uh, I'm looking at verses six and seven. And here's what uh, the instruction was to the Israelites. God says, These commandments that I give you today are to be upon your hearts. Impress them on your children. Talk about them when you sit at home and when you walk along the road, when you lie down and when you get up. So this passage is telling me this. Stories are being told in the family. Yes, they talk about the commandments, but you know how parents are. You know how dads are. Dads have stories. And so they say, hey, okay, here's the commandment, and here's the story to back it up. So what we see happening in, the, in these Jewish households is, yeah, they talk about the commandments. They talk about God's word, uh, but mom and dad are telling stories. And they're telling stories because they've actually lived out the commandment. And when they lived out the commandment, they were able to say, here's what happened to us when we obeyed. Here's what happened to our family when we decided we would do our own thing. Okay? What a wonderful opportunity to teach the significance of obedience to our kids. So consequently, as the Israelites you know, talked about the commandments when they were sitting, as they were walking along the road, as they were lying down, consequently, the next generation of believers was developed through that. The next generation of believers was developed through that. Moms and dads, you are developing the next generation. And I believe that all comes from honoring the family structure, honoring mom, honoring dad. So here's your opportunity, number seven, opportunity. Mom and dad, tell the story when you found Jesus as your Lord and Savior. Tell the story of when you found Jesus. That'd be good. That'd be fun. That'd be awesome. 
So application. Okay, so we are talking about opportunity number five, honor thy father and mother. Well, this week, okay, here we go. Here's the application. Here's the little way, the little way that I just mentioned how you can honor your parents. And the children are doing this very same assignment. So this is not unique to you alone. The kids are doing it as also. Okay, so this week, here's your assignment. Okay, we're going to apply God's word. This week, write a letter to your parents or your grandparents or it could be that bonus parent, that bonus mom and dad who had a significant impact uh, in your life. Write a letter to them. Okay? That is your challenge. That is your opportunity this week. And this is an opportunity through writing this letter to, one, encourage your parents, to honor your parents or your grandparents or this person in your life, uh, to celebrate family, to practice obedience, and to live life to the fullest, to live life to the fullest by writing a letter, okay? That's your assignment for this week. I'm doing the assignment, okay? My wife is doing the assignment. Your kids are being challenged with this very assignment. So mom and dad, this week, your assignment is to write that letter, okay? Um, what we'll do, uh, beginning with the first part of the week, uh, there's a couple resources like with uh, Family Life Today, and uh, we're both resources from Family Life Today, from Family Life Today on writing a letter to your parent. So we'll send you that link. So be looking for that link in, your, in the email, and it'll give you some idea. One, one, link, one, uh, one resource is just kind of an article about how Dennis Rainey himself wrote a letter to his, to his parents. And uh, then the other one is more of a, in detail, so here's how you, they break it down for you, you know, okay, you can talk about this, and you can write this, and, you know, so it gives you some good details and specifics, so that's for you, all right, all right, so that's our challenge for the week, okay, very good, let's pray, we'll be done, Lord, thanks again for parents, uh, thanks for our moms and dads, uh, as Terry shared, you know, some of us have our parents have moved on to be with you, and, uh, but yet uh, we miss them. Thank you for them. Thank you for how they impacted our life. And uh, Lord, just be with uh, those individuals. You know, this assignment is kind of for those whose parents uh, were still alive, but maybe, Lord, uh, there, maybe there's some, someone who's a dad that they can speak, speak into their life. So, Lord, uh, there's, there's a way that they could honor family. Uh, for us, Lord, who have parents uh, who are still here with us, thank you. That's awesome. And, uh, Lord, be with us in this assignment. Uh, may we begin as we leave this sanctuary, begin formulating those thoughts, those joys, those, those moments of encouragement that they have given us. May we just put those on paper and give that to them and thus honor them. So thank you, Father for this opportunity on this Father's Day to honor our parents, our mother and father. And I pray all this in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, man, happy Father's